So normally we make plans to do something uh, esoteric, which is the uh, term that talks around paranormal <laughs> um, <laughs> in the uh, first half of fall. Um, but then Apple holds two events and then I go on vacation <laughs> and we never end up doing it. <laughs> Yeah. So we're going to do this one now while I'm thinking of it. Uh, and it's kind of Apple adjacent. Um, it is. Like uh, by have... physical proximity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, you know, literally close enough. For the past few years, I guess, was 2017 the first one in San Jose? or Yes. Was it 20? Yeah. That's the first one I went to. Huh. Um the uh the uh the dub the dub the dub apple's worldwide developer conference has been held in san jose uh which is neat uh i mean it pisses off a lot of people who would rather go to san francisco uh plus the hotel and restaurant situation is better in san francisco but one thing mm -hmm. that san jose has that san francisco does not have is the winchester mystery house which is kind of a cool house and if you go first thing in the morning it's not even hot <laughs> <laughs> apparently it gets pretty toasty later in the day though we didn't get to experience that thankfully <laughs> <laughs> uh so while we were there i didn't do any research beforehand i just knew just the general paranormal lore of it uh i mean the quickest summary is that she's the heiress to the uh, Winchester rifle fortune, which is gun that could fire more than once. That wasn't a uh, hilariously inaccurate revolver pistol. Right. It's like it's like the how the West was one gun. Right. We d I don't know if we consider that a victory. I mean, basically, it was the killing a lot of Native Americans gun. And it was also the kill a lot of fellow Americans guns because it was big role in the Civil War as well. Yeah, it was the gun to have if you wanted to kill your brother who believed in slavery, or vice versa. So you can see why it might be a little bit upsetting <laughs> uh, to to have like like that's some that's some blood money right there, like some not not quite literal but close enough blood money. Also, uh, there was a string of misfortunes occurred. Um, in uh, Sarah Winchester's life, which sucked. So if, in fact, she believed herself to be cursed, uh, as the legend goes, that you could kind of see why. Um, and if she believed that, if some medium actually told her, you got to build a house and just keep building and building, um, you could kind of understand why she might follow that advice if indeed she felt like she'd been haunted and cursed and whatever. Uh, on the other hand... Uh, if I had that kind of money, I too might play real, <laughs> real life The Sims, with, yeah, right. <laughs> or, or like whatever. There, there aren't really that many good just build a house games, which is kind of unfortunate. Like there's the that no, but the uh, the house does feel kind of like Sim Tower. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it even had a seven story tower at one point, but then it kind of fell down um, yeah. a little, a little bit in a, in a big ass earthquake. We're we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Um, <laughs> up front, I will say that we're not here to disparage the uh, place of business because it seems like they don't push anyone in in the direction of anything. It's all presented very neutrally. Um, like they say, like, you know, there is a 
movie about this house that was filmed here. Not that any of it is necessarily true. Um, mm -hmm. I, tour guide, have not had any paranormal experiences, but um, people have relayed some to me. You know, it's all very weaselly and distant. Um, so <laughs> you have like 200 bucks. It is not a cheap date. Um, <laughs> feel free to go. Um, we're not saying don't. Um, and it, in fact, uh, do, but uh, keep everything we're about to talk about in mind because I think it actually makes it uh, more interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't have minded seeing an actual ghost, but we went at nine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> everything was very well lit and we were surrounded by tourists, other tourists, I should say, because it's not like we were the locals yeah. <laughs> uh, at all times. And there were terrible jokes, as is the case with almost any tour nowadays. As is the law. Um, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually, I was kind of hoping it would be spookier than it was. Like there were doors that opened on nothing, but not really in a spooky way. Right. So the tour starts with, uh, practically the main attraction, which is the staircase to nowhere, but it nowheres to a ceiling. Like, so uh, like it's complete, you know, like stairs to a roof. And also, um, it is a corner staircase and... You look down a blocked off hallway to a right angle mirror uh, to see this. Um, and it's like in the middle of a hallway. So like you can't even look at it because like you got to walk past it because uh, you as a person take up space. Yeah, it's kind of I do wish that, you know, you could. I kind of wish that they gave you a ticket and gave you like four hours and, and kind of like released you into the house. Um, but I can, I can definitely see why they don't in fact do that. I was really disappointed too, to find out that all of the furnishings in the house were like period furnishings, but not the actual furniture. Um, it's a real freaking tragedy that, that upon Sarah Winchester's death, the, uh, I think it was a niece yeah. that she willed everything to. She basically sold anything that was worth anything, including all the furniture and, uh, the house kind of sat empty and I don't know, it would have been really cool to see it. Cause like I do... I, there weren't like a bunch of photographs uh, to show like what what all the rooms look like. And some rooms like they had no idea what they were for, which I feel like if if they had been furnished might have been more obvious. Right. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but I just want to say one more thing on the furniture is that. Um, so in the uh, Thousand Islands, there's uh, the infamous Bolt Castle, which is, you know, just something some millionaire who would have been a billionaire today um hmm. built for his wife and she died like right before like they were ready to cut the ribbon on its whole tragic story so he just sort of left it um which means that it was you know looted during the depression obviously because uh, mm. eat the rich um <laughs> yeah like i have such mixed feelings about that because on the one on the one hand it would be really cool to see it like today as it was but on the other hand like eat the rich yeah <laughs> But that's a uh, self-guided tour, and um, there's, you know, velvet ropes and, you know, a couple of staff, you know, making sure you don't actually pass them. And when there's a furnishing, there's, you know, like a little sign on it that says, <laughs> hello, I'm an original chair that survived, or um, we know this exact model of chair was here and here is a legitimate antique or this is just a replica like the uh, 
eggs in the kitchen and the plastic fruit are obviously <laughs> not period pieces. <laughs> what the hell you say? <laughs> Bananas used to be smaller, it's true. Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure, um, like, like the egg holder that they have in there, which is holding, like, a modern large, like, is not the size eggs were if you thought of, like, an egg back then either. Because, you know, we've genetically engineered the hell out of chickens, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, th yeah, it, there's a lot of roped-off furniture, but it's like... like it. So I've also been to Hearst Castle um, in California, and I think that furniture is all, like, the original stuff, which is its own kind of interesting thing. Uh, first of all, it's obvious what every room is for, and second of all, you can marvel at how short the beds are. <laughs> like, yeah. like I don't, I, I wouldn't have thought of people just, you know, what, like seventy years ago being that much shorter. But apparently, people in general were like, a lot of beds are surprisingly short, and there's a really bitch in swimming pool. Uh, <laughs> if you're going on, you know, a castles tour of California, <laughs> you should probably. And let's, let's. I feel like, I feel like the the mystery house could be considered something like a castle. I mean, it did used to have a tower. Yeah, the first thing you do on the tour is watch a little video in a uh, room full of loot uh, <laughs> which is you know just like windows and stuff that uh, weren't installed yet um, and some of that is uh, they were in the piece that was destroyed by the earthquake and never found a new location uh, or you know just stuff that was bought and because it was a constant project hadn't made it anywhere yet either um, then you go look down the hall at the, uh, or you already did look at the, uh, staircase to nowhere. I, I forget. Uh, reason it's relevant that that staircase to nowhere is that this very first part of the tour is because the next thing you do is go up a very long, slow rising staircase because, um, she was, uh, four foot 10 and arthritic. You're using an accessibility feature, which was added after the fact. So, you know, this, the uh, new staircase is sort of like where it fit. And is it really that hard to believe that they just made more floor <laughs> over where the old staircase was in whatever bedroom that like that went up into? The hell are you say? No. <laughs> I did. I hated those accessible stairs so much, though. As somebody who's kind of, you know, five foot nine instead of four foot ten, and <laughs> not arthritic, like I, it was really and and they were they were like long enough that you couldn't really. It was really awkward to take them more than one at a time. <laughs> so it was just a mess. For, I I think they should have put in a ramp. Like why didn't they put in a ramp? So I I put the math in here because I did look this up. <laughs> uh, they're two inches per stair. And not quite a foot long, I don't recall. They're like one of my feet long. Yeah. If that were the case, they would have a, a slope of a six to one, or rather one to six. And the ADA ramp requirements, which granted wouldn't apply to a private residence, but um, they are so defined because of practical research. Well, but that's, that's for wheelchairs <laughs> mostly, isn't it? Like, they're imagining you know, propelling yourself up in a wheelchair more so than actually walking. Yes, but if you walk up a steep slope, like, hmm. because when you get to a, yeah. when you get to a certain point, and it's actually, like, not even that much, but, um, like, it is a normal, like, running stretch for, like, your shins and calves to just 
have your toes uh, up higher than your heels, but then your body stand, uh, you know, uh, perpendicular to gravity. Um, and I can imagine that would be painful if you, like, yeah. have trouble lifting your feet. I guess it probably took her a while to to go up the stairs, so she would have ended up in that position for a really long... Okay, fine. <laughs> no <laughs> ramp then. Although I definitely would have put in more elevators than she did. She did put in three elevators, which was a lot for the time, uh, in which uh, elevators were fairly uncommon. Uh, and I think two of the three were just for furniture. They were just freight elevators. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, high-tech and uh, experimental tech in here. So one of the elevators was in the uh, plant nursery, and the floors for the second floor of the nursery were planks on top of a slope roof uh, with gutter systems so that you could water the plants in the uh, uh, giant ceramic pots with the hole in the bottom, and whatever water comes down uh, through the bottom of the pot or just from, you know, watering with, I guess they had spray hoses back then, uh, you know, it would be collected and, you know, recycled because, you know, California water is not something that with unlimited money you can always get more of. Yeah, it's never really been super abundant in the inland areas in particular. Yeah, so where the slow stairs take you, it's, it's also one of the earlier parts of the tour is the uh, alleged seance room. And this is the room that uh, is known for the uh, quote unquote secret passage uh, and uh, the uh, doors to nowhere. <laughs> or are they? I mean, yes, right now. Right. So the secret passage is so-called because it, it looks like, oh, what's the, the big word f uh, for... Uh, Furniture with doors on it that you put clothes in. Uh, a chiffre robe? <laughs> yeah. armoire? <laughs> one of those. <laughs> so it, lo it looks like one of those, but, uh, you know, there's a, a hallway behind it. Uh, and the latch is so designed that from the backside it's smooth. And that sounds more like a fire escape, maybe? <laughs> Possibly. Or maybe an earthquake escape? Because as we mentioned, you know, the other half of the house that nobody goes in uh, was destroyed by an earthquake. Although you still might want to change your mind if you're fleeing a fire or an earthquake. Then again, maybe it's to stop you from changing your mind because you're going to die. So you need to just keep going <laughs> forward. I don't know. I, I guess I could see it either way. And I mean, even if it even if it was like for some mystical purpose, like that seems fine. Yeah. Uh, now, the tour guide made a joke about it being for modesty purposes. Um, I guess that was supposed to be a masturbation joke. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. So she could, you know, run down the hall because the other end of the secret passageway was alleged to be a dressing room. But if you buy my theory that the seance, and you can't see me air quoting, uh, room <laughs> <laughs> was probably just sort of like an airlock for when she was just done with the help for the day because, you know, it's connected to her bedroom. So it's somewhere for like the the furthest point they could reach kind of thing. Mm. So, you know, stuff like a one way secret door or whatever, you know, like that, that's the kind of thing that would make sense there. 
Um, but again, it's still facing in the wrong direction. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, it's possible that it was a forgery by the first owners uh, who wanted to turn this into a uh, tourist destination. Yeah, that's true. The provenance of, of the house is not uh, pristine. Yeah, we don't have a full... Uh, yeah. Um, well, there were no blueprints right. ever. Exactly. Like, because it was Mrs. Winchester's Sim City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Sim City. It was her. It was her. The Sim. She just, you know, built. She just built things because it seemed like fun. Like, like, and it, like one of the things they made a big deal about was this really pretty um, Tiffany window that had the most expensive pink glass that was like incredibly difficult to make. Blah blah blah. And then she built a room behind it. And they were like, why would she do such a thing? And the answer is because she wanted another room and that was where she wanted it to be. Yeah. And going further into the house as a uh, creative outlet is that she also designed her own Tiffany window, which had her uh, uh, 13 numerology and uh, spider webs in it, which this piece did not. So maybe, you know, like she just didn't like it, but... You know, like when you get a housewarming gift when you move into your first apartment right. and it's like from someone like your mom who's going to visit, it like has to go somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe that was the next best thing to like putting it in a closet and only bringing it out like when she was actually over. Yeah. It's like, why couldn't this have been earthquaked? They destroyed my beautiful fireplace, but but not this terrible window that I grew. Or, you know, maybe it just didn't work out. Like, you know, people who yeah. get a tattoo and then they're like, ugh. I regret this, like the one that says no regrets, R-A-G-R-E-T-S. Yeah, the no regrets. Like, <laughs> right, like that, maybe it was that, but in window form. Yeah, and part of why people harp on it being like, why would you do that? Like, why would you put it inside uh, is because it uh, uh, contained a lot of prismatic glass and, you know, was supposed to uh, diarrhea rainbows around whatever room it was in. <laughs> if you, you know, put it on a sun-facing window. Uh, it might also be the case that, like, it was too much and kind of obnoxious. Maybe it gave her a headache. And, yeah. And so when she wanted to put another room on, she was like, you know what? Fuck that window. Yeah. Like, what if it, like, went, like, straight into, like, where her, like, face is waking up at, like, dawn and making it impossible to sleep in, you know? Yeah. You know, it's really weird. What I'm still not over is that the there was no room on the tour identified as a library. And it seems extremely unlikely that she wouldn't have had a library. Uh, although, indeed, there didn't seem to be any room with a bunch of built-in shelves. So I wonder if there were, like, removable glass-fronted shelves, or maybe there were built-in ones that were removed, even though they shouldn't mm -hmm. have been. I don't know. It just weirded me out. Like, she was an educated woman, and she was... I also think we also went through, like, maybe 7% of the house. So. Mm, true. There might have been, like, it might have been unsafe to go into whatever room. Or just not on a convenient path. Yeah, maybe. So the other uh, weird things in the seance room were uh, the uh, uh, one door that opens to like outside, but you're not on the ground floor. <laughs> when you consider that she was rebuilding pieces of the house with these slow rising stairs that um, were, aren't very wide um, because they have to turn back on themselves several times to achieve the uh, height, you're not going to take a piano up those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it it could very well be that that was specifically for bringing objects into the house. Or maybe she was going to put a balcony on later, but didn't get around to it. Right. I mean, it, and if you, you know, look around like Scandinavia, Canada, like even parts of like Vermont and Colorado, like <laughs> a second door, a second story door to nowhere without a porch is like a thing because sometimes you get 24 feet of snow. <laughs> That very rarely happens in San Jose. I know, but it's it's just, you know, like the, the West Coast mindset, like, finds, you know, a door to nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there isn't an actual reason for a door to nowhere. Yeah. Well, in this case, it probably wasn't so much that one day we might step out onto the snowbanks <laughs> from that door. But it, it's entirely plausible that it was to bring up plants or birds or, you know, pianos or whatever the hell. Right. Harpsichords. Uh, you know, there could have been tons like pulley attachment points that, you know, I didn't get to poke around and look at because I wasn't going to lean out of the door to nowhere. Yeah, I don't think they would have wanted you to. They, yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been prevented. Yeah. Uh, and the other door to nowhere in that room is uh, a glass door closet. So like, it looks like a, like a door to outside, like a glass front door that opens to a, uh, you know, like a normal closet-sized room, uh, you know, so it's like the size of the door, but square. And it has no floor. And it goes to the kitchen. Hmm. What could that possibly be for? Much like in Jurassic World 2, <laughs> it's entirely plausible that there used to be some means of conveying uh, foodstuffs <laughs> from yeah. the, the kitchen to the upper floors Although I still argue that the dumbwaiter would not go to the secret laboratory. Just wouldn't. No, it's... <sighs> Nobody's going to order a sandwich in the laboratory. Um, and the uh, reason that it's a full-sized period glass door, assuming, you know, that's original, could be because just as part of the accessibility features of this house, that it was a full-sized dumbwaiter that could accommodate a tea cart. Because then she wouldn't have to carry a tray if she doesn't want any help in her bedroom area. She could just push a tea cart into this closet and the whole thing would go down. And that's why, you know, that space would be so big. Um, and again, it's like it goes right into a sink. <laughs> Maybe it was like a laundry chute. Like... Well, it, it's a kitchen. Yeah, but you know it's the same. That's true. You can yeah, still wash the. We didn't. I don't think we saw a laundry room. Yeah, no, we did. It, oh, we it, did. It had. How uh, far was it from the kitchen? Uh, I don't know. Cause, eh, anyway, but it was like high tech laundry for the time. Right. It was uh, a really nice mangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reason you would want that to be a glass door is because if you have a giant hole in the floor. Uh, <laughs> You don't want that to just be, you know, like hanging out in the open. Yeah. You want to ideally not. Yeah, you want a uh, door you can't, you know, uh, just walk through unintentionally. You'd have to, you know, consciously open it. And for all we know as well, there could be some undiscovered uh, mechanical trickery that might even like prevent the door from opening unless the uh now missing dumb floor was like in position. There's a lot we don't know uh, because of the disarray that everything fell into after Miss Winchester's death. Right. But like the, the house was full of so much um, experimental and high tech for the day 
um, you know, the elevators, for example, that, you know, like she ordered, you know, from like the one elevator company on the West Coast who's like, oh, we make these for hotels. Uh, um, but, you know, she also had like not quite an intercom, but, you know, an electronic summoning system, which, you know, you didn't have a data bus at the time to uh, wire your house with each one of these push button bells, which were all uh, wired into sort of like the headquarters there, uh, you know, where all the uh, uh, maids and stuff were. Each of those wires had to be run separately and ancient batteries as well. Like that was frustrating that like one of like the few uh, historically interesting things there was like a period battery and it was just sort of like here's a battery all right moving it was along. like sort of like like in the way and like only on like the we paid way too much extra for additional oh, tour we went on that's true isn't it was only 10 bucks i think well what, yeah when you did them together yeah well right if yeah. you bought the expensive but i and they <laughs> they give you hard hats not because there's like construction but because they're the base the ceilings in the basement are short and i am not short <laughs> And I 100% would have banged my head on a bunch of pipes if, right. they had not, if they had not made us wear those stupid hats. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned the pipes, though, uh, because the house also had, like, really good fire suppression for the time. Um, and, you know, then they had to tack on, uh, you know, up-to-code fire suppression, and that's why there's so many pipes to hit your head on. Yeah. But it's, you know, just more of the, uh, you know... Maybe the context for any weird shit is that, like, the house seemed to care about safety, <laughs> like, like, or at least in the second go of it, you know, like, fire and earthquakes were clearly thought about ahead of time. In fact, it's one of, like, the first uh, floating foundations in the uh, second piece of the house there. So, like, it's, I think it's, like, still, like, way above code for the area for earthquake proofing. Uh, I don't know about that, but it's certainly within acceptable parameters, apparently. I mean, they let people in it. Uh, although I, I imagine it could have got an exemption, but um, yeah, once once that uh, that first bit fell down, yeah, they definitely, I mean, that would have, she was stuck in, in her bedroom for hours because part of it had collapsed and that must have been just terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that might want you to make emergency only exits such as doors to nowhere with missing fire ladders because all the furniture was sold right it's entirely possible that there used to be ladders in there right because you know like if she can't get up a stair she's not going out a window her emergency escape has to be a door yeah pretty much so yeah more just like you know just think about it just a little bit I don't know, maybe they think it sells better if everything's spooky, but it's really not very spooky. Right, so uh, let, let's get to the last thing here, which is the spooky of it all, uh, which is the uh, final nail in the coffin for this, because the story goes, you know, that a medium told her that the spirits want the house to not make sense. Like she she could hide from the spirits by having a right. ridiculous while layout. while simultaneously having nightly seances to uh, discuss plans with the spirits who she's keeping things well, secret from. 
I guess she wanted to talk Different to her husband spirits. and daughter, but not like not all the people who were murdered with Winchester guns, which I can understand. I mean, I wouldn't want to talk to the murdered people either. They wouldn't have anything nice to say to me. Yeah, there, there's, you know, some self-confliction in that story. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, uh, the historic confliction is that. So I've been hearing a lot about Ouija boards on my various weird shit podcasts lately because <laughs> uh, some anniversary is occurring. And what I learned about uh, the spiritualism movement of which uh, the product exploited was uh, mediums were obsolete by, like, they were obsoleted by spiritualism because spiritualism was all about the uh, idiomotor effect, which requires a minimum two people. And one of them isn't going to be someone you paid because uh, the whole point is that you get a whole group of your friends together and you all put your hands on a table or the planchette of a uh, spirit board and you all accuse everyone else of moving it when in actuality it's legitimately possible for no one to consciously move it because just like the accumulated ease that it is going to move by all the hands being on there and the well-documented idiomotor phenomenon means that shit's going to move. So this is a dumb tangent story, but once uh, my dad and my aunt, I don't think my aunt was actually playing with it, but definitely my dad and some other people were at a party at my aunt's house, which was a little bit haunty. And uh, so we were playing with a Ouija board, and I swear to God, like, the the planchette was floating a little. Like, it was. That happened. <laughs> And we so, I mean, probably the things that it was pointing to were nonsense, but it really did seem to be floating. Like, I remember that distinctly, and so does my dad, and that was two of us, so I don't know. It's just a weird thing that has happened. You you know, it's it, it's made to look like it's floating, right? With with the little feet that you can't well, see no, from any like angle. You, but you can feel it. <laughs> I mean, it might just be a perceptual thing, but it was an interesting experience. Yes, it is a party trick. <laughs> spiritualism is a like the whole thing was a party it was a social thing that just sort of came out of the fact like it started with you know like yeah everyone knows like uh <laughs> seven out of the eight men they used to know died in the civil war uh you know but decades mm -hmm. later or you know like you kind of started moving on but you know these things have come out in the meantime and, you know, pop culture turned over, you know, once every two centuries back then. So, but, you know, the idea that she would be, you know, uh, consulting with a medium like she's Nancy Reagan um, <laughs> or do or worse, private seances uh, just don't add up historically. After her death, uh, like spiritualism was still going strong and one of its biggest opponents was Houdini, and he mm. he made a uh, visit to the house during a uh, uh, session, you know, that was, like, already, like, tourism. Um, and, you know, like, he came out of it saying, like, yeah, you know, someone was moving the table. Yeah. So, you know, as much as it's weird to kind of, like, you know, be defending the 1%, um... <laughs> Well, I mean, she tried to be a nice person. She paid her servants a lot of money for the time and didn't... Like, exceedingly well. Um, and, like, that salary was also on top of, like, you live here. Like, it wasn't, you know, like a coal mining town where, like, you're just, like, wage garnished for 
uh, being in company housing. Like, she was paying good money and providing. Yes. Yeah, she built them nice little cottages. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she wasn't like the meanest one percenter. Uh, but more importantly, like the uh, accessibility stuff, um, or the, the painting her as a loon uh, when she was like, like still involved in like the company and, you know, was actually like uh, gifted at accounting <laughs> and business, which is, you know, yeah. just like ignored from history that like she should probably go down as like a, you know, a, a businesswoman. No, <laughs> no, don't be silly. Right. You know, it's it's because that at the end of the day, it, it's, you know, ableist and sexist, you know, even if it's uh, completely innocent. Um, but that's what you unearth when you start digging. Yeah, it's still a real neat house. Oh, no, it absolutely is. You know, and I, I wish <laughs> it was a little more like legitimate museum. -y. Yeah, I I guess it would have been hard to like actually find out. The real answers, because who would you even ask at this point? But it's it is a bit of a shame that it went in that whole direction. Although you can see why, because a lot of people, it is highly marketable to do that sort of thing. Yeah, mm. and it also has to pay to exist in San Jose. <laughs> right, they need the money. <laughs> right across the street is is a big office building that for Splunk, <laughs> and like yeah. you know that Splunk would love to have that property too. It's like some prime real estate these days. I mean, if there's anything I'd fault the uh, current owners for, um, it's the celebration of the rifle. There's, you know, like a, a half-assed attempt at also making it a uh, Winchester product museum. And it's like, don't don't mix the two. Yeah, I that let, was a big no thank you for me. You Like, let that be at, you know, like some factory, if any, are still open, you know. Yeah, she didn't like the legacy of the guns. Like, that is like the whole deal. Right. <laughs> I, like, I'm going to count this in, like, both the paranormal and uh, and uh, sexism category. Excellent. <laughs> Even though, you know, we just were pouring cold water on it, but... The spooky women's problems aisle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the other thing I like in this uh, house, too, is, you know, that it's like, you know, it, it's like a, a spaghetti code side project. You know, <laughs> of course, there are things that don't make sense because she's not renting it out. It's... What she's doing as a hobby. It was an idea she had and maybe it didn't work out. Right. Sometimes. And, you know, just like I have uh, folders of abandoned Xcode <laughs> projects of something I half investigated, uh, you know, well, she, you know, she was working in a physical medium. So there's artifacts that are around to be discovered when you do that kind of thing. Yeah. Making a tenuous connection to Mozart here because um, <laughs> it was on the brain at the time. But, you know, there's this whole uh, myth that uh, Mozart didn't write drafts. He just uh, needed time to write them down. Uh, like his pieces, you know, it was just already in his head. Uh, and the real story of that is his widow just kind of destroyed everything because she needed the space mm. or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, it was probably a large volume of paper. Right. <laughs> like... A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, creative people, you know, leave stuff in their wake. And I think, you know, she needs to be celebrated as a creative person, uh, as a businesswoman, uh, as an architect, you know, just anything other than a spiritualist loon. 
Yeah, it is kind of funny. Like, speaking of her, she was not trained as an architect. But when you look at the house, it's just, I mean, when you compare it to, like, a modern San Jose. <laughs> we were comparing it to, like, McMansions because, like, for all, like, the random turrets and stuff, like. It's harmonious. Yes, it makes much more sense <laughs> than a McMansion does. So, so there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she uh, deserves uh, to go down in history in a much uh, more esteemed place than Nancy Reagan. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, and the, the double joke there, of course, that uh, the uh, McMansion Hill blog uses a picture of uh, uh, the hell is uh, his first name? Ronald? Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just used the picture of uh, Reagan as like the avatar because it was like a Tumblr blog and it's just it's just perfect. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll... Uh, try to find a better museum to go to this year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>